What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. Drew and Zach, once again, back with you. And uh, we teased a special episode this week <laughs> at the end of last week's episode. Uh, it, it turns out it's not going to be that particular episode that we were teasing. However, it still is a very special episode because, Zach, we finally made our way back to quite possibly the greatest city on planet Earth, um, San Francisco, California. It had been much, much too long. I know you had been there uh, more recently than I had been. But uh, for me, it was it was eight months. I went eight months without going to San Francisco. And when it's a regular thing that, that you're doing like weekly, um, it, it's, it's, it's jarring. Like it's just, you, you definitely feel as if a part of you is missing when you don't go there on a weekly basis. And I'm sure that it's, it was much, much worse for you because you were a student going to a school in the city. So we finally made our way back there this past weekend um, to basically just, cross off everything we needed to cross off as far as food that we needed to eat and places that we needed to go. Um, so why, why, why don't you get us started? We, we had, we had very, very clear goals on our itinerary. Uh, we ended up getting through basically all of them. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, the, the beginning of, of, of that day? Uh, yeah, you and me, we left SAC around, 9.30, We got there around like 11.15, maybe, something like that. Yeah. Um, first stop we knew had to be Marfuku. Yes, sir. Uh, we parked off of uh, Post, it Webster. I think it was. It was Webster, Post Webster. Post, yeah, one of those two. Yeah, yeah. So so we parked there, walked in, you know, just it just, it just felt right. We, we just walked in through those doors. Yep. Walked up the stairs, uh, right. You know, first thing we saw neat Asian things that are our favorite yep. store. Yep. Um, the other thing, the, the other stairs. thing, the other thing that we saw though was, was our, was our big homie trapping outside as usual, even during global oh, yep, pandemic. Yep. There's, there's a, there's, yeah. there's a particular, uh, homeless man that stands out in front of the entrance that we always walk in to the, to the mall that has Marfuku and, and he's, he's there like rain or shine global pandemic or no global pandemic he's out there trapping he was being responsible he had a mask uh and and when you see him you know that you're in you're in japan town you know that you're in the right spot yeah we we, we saw him and he just he just be you know reading the newspaper um i don't know if it's up to date or, or if he's just been reading the same one <laughs> uh <laughs> or uh he also has a little like mini radio that kind of mm-hmm. just i don't it's kind of just static uh, yeah. to be honest um but hey, he he's he's a big homie. So that's how you know if he's out there, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day in in in, in Japan town. And uh, and yeah, we saw him. Um, we made our way upstairs, pulled up, um, you know, got to like the holy grail of of just food and and life in general. Marufuku. Um, put our name down. We only had to wait for like what fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was like it was like fifteen minutes max. Like yeah. typically that place. So for those of you who've never been there, typically that place is like, I mean, we've waited. I know I've waited about an hour before. That might be the longest I've ever waited. I think I think the times where you and I would go where we weren't one of the first 15, 20 people in line, we've probably waited like 30, 45 minutes before. So like there's 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 typically a long wait time, but uh, even even in this 
uh, COVID-19 era with social distancing and limited capacity, uh, the, the wait wasn't all that bad. And I mean, it was, we, we talked about this on the way over there. We're like, dude, this is going to be so unpredictable because it's a Saturday. And typically we don't go to Marfuku on a Saturday. Uh, and also it's, a, it's, it's in the middle of COVID-19. So, so we didn't know what to expect, but a 15 minute wait wasn't bad at all. Yeah, no, it was, it was just as we, we wanted, we, we yeah. pulled up and I also think it's cause people don't know that they're like probably like 50% capacity right now mm-hmm. or, or whatever and, and everything. And, and so they're just, you know, wasn't as much foot traffic as we would see pre Rona. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had that. It was man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Words can't even describe it. <laughs> it, it. It had just been, it had just been so long. It, it, it was, it, man, I, I, and typically, so typically I just get their, their, their most popular uh, bowl of ramen, which is just the Hakata, the Hakata Tonkatsu, but they have a version called the Hakata Tonkatsu DX. And I had never had that before. And I was just like, dude, I don't know when I'm going to be back here. It's been yeah. eight months since I've even had this. I got to go big and get, and get, and get the DX and boy, was it worth it. It was so good. Um, that place has, has yet to, it, it is yet to fail. Basically. Like, I, I've never been, I've never been disappointed going there. I mean, even there was that one time. So the last time you and I actually went, you, you won a, a $50 gift card yeah. from Marafuku and, and we, and we pulled up in there and we used a $50 gift card and it was 100% clear that they were putting a little bit less effort into our meals yeah because because it was free and look if you know anything and this is this is not like a racial thing or anything like that i'm not trying to make it that way but if you know anything about if you know anything about asian people you know i mean they're all about being frugal and being fiscally responsible and when people walk in and they get something for free from them well the quality is just not going to be quite as good because it's free um i remember the big difference that i noticed in that free meal that we got was uh, every, every bowl of ramen comes with a boiled egg and typically the yolk in the boiled egg, by the time, by the time that you've, by the time that you're, you're done finish, you know, it, typically I like to save my egg for the end. Um, by the time that you're done eating everything else, except for the egg, the, the yolk inside of that boiled egg is going to be basically melted. I mean, it, it's, it, it comes out like, it's gooey almost like that's the best way I can describe it. And it's awesome. It's great. But I remember, I remember during our free meal, the yolk, I don't know when they put that egg into the soup, but the yolk that I had was like, not, it wasn't gooey. It was like completely solid as if it was actual boiled egg. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking they put very, very minimal effort into that bowl. Um, and, and also it wasn't the policy. Like you had to use the 50, all the $50 there, like, like, like right then and there, like you had to, you had to spend yeah. the entire, like you couldn't come back with it. Yeah. I can, I can like have a, like a difference of like, if I start like 10 bucks left to, to use next time it was so, so with their ramen, they have a soft boiled egg and that's why it's always, you okay, know, yeah. The, yeah. the yolk is pretty, pretty runny, but they gave us a hard boiled egg and we were just <laughs> like, Hey, I mean, I guess it's free. But yeah. Yeah. It's free. Still. So yeah. But even it was, it was, it was funny. It, even then it was still good. Like it was still good. Yeah, like it was still like, good. There was, there was like, there was like no diff. There was no drop off in the quality whatsoever. Uh, other than, other than the egg, but other than that, the same as usual. Right. And that was the last time that we had it, you know? Like, yeah. and so, and so eight months ago was like, I was like, man, that might've been, that might've been my worst trip to Marufuku. It was still a 9.5 out of 10. So, yeah. 
getting the DX on Saturday, it was just like, man, like if there was, if there was anything that could have made it better, it was, it was, it was getting, it was either getting the DX or getting the, um, the, uh, the, 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 is it, ch it's chicken, right? That comes out on the, uh, on, on the skillet, the python. Oh, yeah, yeah. The python, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have another item on the menu called the chicken python, but it comes with a, it comes with your typical bowl of ramen, but all, but they also serve uh, chicken that that comes out on a skillet, and that thing comes like right off the bone. It's so good. Yeah, yeah um, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and like that that would have been the only way that it probably could have been better. But an ideal trip to Marufuku, it, it it was long overdue. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> like like to people to people who even even to people who like live in the city like they'll tell me about ramen places and i'll be like dude but have you been to marfuku uh and if they say no then i'm like well hey then you haven't tried the best ramen in the city <laughs> uh, i've been told about other places too but it gets to a point where i'm pretty sure we're so used to something and we don't want to be disappointed by by someplace else that we just give up going back to the same thing. yeah literally there's another ramen place i forgot what it's called but it's uh it's on the loin the tenderloin our favorite favorite uh you yes know. sir area of san francisco mm -hmm. so um i don't even know if they're open right now i forgot what it's called but one of my friends from the club team told me that that place is better um there's also a place in stonestown which is over by sf state um which isn't really san francisco to be honest it's like daily city it's yeah, like borderline yeah, like yeah. south sf daily city and stuff like that but we'll right. call it sf state S like san in san francisco mm -hmm. um but there's a, it's like i think it's it's called like uh i i, I don't know but Apparently, they claim it's better than Marufuku. Um, we're gonna have to be the judge of that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see how long that happens because we, a Marufuku just be just is just is just sitting different, really. Yeah, and and that's why I wish that you were still in the city, like going to classes for obvious reasons, right? It's a good time. It's part of the college experience. Like you're you're losing out on that, which which sucks. But all these claims about other ramen places being better it's more efficient if you just try them <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to me trying them with you especially now like i'm not there every week anymore so yeah. so it'd be nice if you were there and you went with you went with your buddies and you tried it out to make sure but uh until then until, until it's proven otherwise uh, trips to san francisco uh, are few and far between now for me i mean that was the first time i'd been there like i said in eight months so it's 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 more it, it, it's just it's better if i just go to the place where i know is gonna is gonna be it's 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 great usual self and so that's why i keep on going back to marufuku but yeah I, great meal um they sat us at so there's two places in that restaurant where we always sit it seems like and this time we sat at the table that we were actually at last time when we were there so eight months ago we sat at the same table and usually it's either there or we're sitting in their middle island but it seems like they're they're uh they're their middle island is uh it's 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 taped off right now because of like storage because of yeah so yeah, i just saw a bunch of boxes in there yeah just a bunch of boxes in there like i mean you know they can't have that much seating so it makes sense that they took it out but uh but yeah it, you know it's it, it was it was everything that was great about it, about a typical marfuku trip um and and especially the uh the, the the meal itself oh and also another interesting thing is the way that you had they had you pay yeah we just uh the qr code they just give a little qr code um, and then it was just all done like electronically and just like yep. through your phone, you just, you know, Apple pay and boom, you just, that was it. And they just bring you your order and you're just like, dope. Yeah. It, and it's really, really efficient. Smart. Yeah. Super efficient, super smart. It, like they're, they're, they're taking the social distancing thing seriously. Oh, and also they took our temperature before we walked in. 
Oh yeah. I, okay, I was kind of scared because the first thermometer didn't work. Yeah. And we're kind of just standing there and I was just like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how do I explain to this guy that I actually don't have a fever right now and that <laughs> I was just outside in, in, the, in the blistering San Francisco heat? Um, yeah, yeah I, I was getting kind of scared too, but then the guy switched. He switched thermometers. <laughs> and fortunately, the second one worked. And so we were able to get in. But yeah, good, good on them for, for, for keeping things at the capacity that they need to keep capacity at. And then also good on them for, uh, for, for taking the extra precautions in order to ensure that, you know, like they, they, that, they, that they don't let the spread of COVID just completely take over the restaurant because that would be bad. Um, but yeah, man, 12 out of 10 trip. I, I think, I think, I think the ratings higher simply because I hadn't had it in a long time, but I went with the DX was also that, that also bumps it up a point or two. So, um, yeah, yeah Marufuku, uh, fire as always. And for those of you who live in the city or for those of you who plan on going to the city soon, uh, definitely recommend going to uh, Marufuku and also recommend that you go to the next place that we're going to talk about, uh, Matcha Cafe Maiko, another place that I hadn't had in eight months. Um, I'm not quite sure when the last time was, when the last time it was that you had it, Zach. I, I imagine r- roughly around the same time that we went last time. Um, yeah, I think so. I, or I might have gone like one more time with my friends or something okay. like that, but I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, you had like one extra month after after we went, so maybe you could yeah. squeeze in a trip um, in there somewhere. But uh, but yeah, Matcha Cafe Maiko is literally uh, just downstairs from Marufuku Ramen. It is a place that serves. Obviously, it's in the title matcha, matcha based things. They have different types of matcha for different for different parts of the year, um, and and typically what we get there is is like a matcha float or like a matcha latte float, right? So it's 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 just uh like a 12 ounce cup with some matcha green tea in it and ice cream matcha ice cream in it which is it's so good i miss it so much (laughs) i miss it i miss it already i want to go back and get some more it just it sounds it never doesn't sound good um yeah what what were your thoughts on 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 getting a a a matcha a matcha float for the first time in, in in a good while uh dude it was uh, it it was it was it was amazing it's i don't know i think my favorite part is when with the soft serve and and, and the ice with the green tea it kind of gives it like a little like a little more frozen mm-hmm. and stuff like that instead of just having it soft serve so it gets a little more like you know yeah colder with the ice and it like takes in the the, the flavor of like the the tea as well mm-hmm. so that was pretty good and um yeah I, I mean just for the size of like 12 ounces it's like it's a good amount of uh of like dessert i would say yeah and it just it's like it, you get a bang for your buck for for what you're getting and stuff so yeah and you get way more ice cream than the 12 ounces too because they, they oh, stack yeah. that thing they they like they make they make the ice cream tower over over the over the over the size of the cup um yeah man oh i miss it i miss it so much i i, I it was it was it was much needed like it was it was good for our mental health to get out there and just have those things again because when those things become a regular part of your life and then they just they're just they're just all of a sudden just taken away like you you need to have that back in some form um so yeah a great trip best ever and right across the way from matcha cafe maiko is a hair salon in japantown uh typically they have benches out uh obviously they've taken the benches away because they they want people to social distance and not sit next to each other and like contaminate these benches totally understandable but typically there's a bench right in front of this hair salon that you can just look into and just like <laughs> watch people get their hair cut if, if you're into weird stuff like that but um 
I believe he's the owner. I, I would I would have to I would have to surmise that this man is the owner of this hair salon because he, he works yeah. there like every single day. But uh, the the first or second time we ever got matcha cafe Maiko um, was with one of one of my good friends Kevin who used to live in San Francisco, and I remember all three of us were just hanging out, just sitting on that bench eating our eating our matcha, and we look into the salon. <laughs> and this guy's giving dude a haircut and we made a joke like hey dude what if that old guy's not even really giving that dude a haircut what if he's just <laughs> what if he's just slowly just running his scissors across his hair and like moving it around to make it seem like he's giving him a haircut and snipping yeah, just it? combing it yeah like just he's combing it over just, in different yeah, yeah he's just combing this guy what if he's just combing this guy's hair with with the scissors and then just and then just snips when he's when he's actually not even snipping uh just to make it seem like he's giving him a haircut uh and, and that's that was that was like a running joke and it's Dude, like almost every time we go get matcha, the guy's there. Like he's yeah. he's there, he's working, he's grinding. And it was no different this past week when we went. He he was he was he was right there uh serving up the usual looks, bro. Like that guy was the guy was putting in work, just one hundred percent grinding for that view. And that's something that I'll always respect. I, I, I respect the hell out of that guy. <laughs> and and it was just it was just it was just good just to just to just to see him, even though we've never interacted with them, we've never gotten a haircut from there. It, it was just nice to see something that you know. It, it sometimes it's all about. Um, that's what I'm looking for here. It, it's always about like cues, right? Like it's always about things in your environment that remind you of certain things. And it was just like, man, like I 100% felt like I was back in Japantown almost regular times. You know, people had their masks on, fortunately, um, and and. And, you know, like these places are set up differently because of social distancing and because of COVID-19 guidelines. But the feeling was basically the same. It was just like, wow, you know, I, I went to get ramen. I went to go get matcha, which was, they were both delicious. And then now we're seeing the old homie cut somebody's hair. Yep. Cutting it up. So, yep. so it, it just, it felt like another day in Japan town. Um, I, 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 I was, I was really thankful for that. You and I didn't quite know what to expect exactly. And it's, like we didn't even know we were gonna have a table right away um, at Marfuku, but we got that, uh, got matcha, uh, and we actually and we actually got matcha like right when they opened, and thankfully we did because the line after we got our orders in was like insane. That's another incredible, yeah, it's another incredibly popular place mm -hmm. uh, in Japantown. So uh, glad glad to glad to get that out of the way, and then of course always glad to see that guy cutting it up uh, with his uh, with his clients at the hair salon. The next stop after that though was out towards the Golden Gate Bridge and to our surprise, okay, well, you know, before we get, before we get to Fort Point, um, the thing that really, really surprised me on the way over to the Golden Gate Bridge was how well people were doing with social distancing. If you just ignored the beach, people yeah. on the beach were going like, that's, I think that was the first time we've seen, well, well I don't know. You've been to, uh, you went to, uh, you went to a beach not too long ago, right? With, uh, with, with your cousin oh yeah uh stinson that's right okay so you went to stinson now was it crazy and packed there at that time or no uh it was it, it there was a good amount of people but everyone knew just to like have their own space to themselves mm -hmm. for their group and everything like that so it wasn't I, I think i think where what i saw at stinson beach was like far better than just like the the the, the beach over by chrissy field and all that so yeah so the people uh big shout out to the people over at chrissy field on the beach zero social distancing uh yeah. <laughs> no no no, no wherewithal for like this, for like just keeping their own space or being in their own bubble. They're just like, fuck it. It's hot. 
by the way, the day that we were there, it was like a high of like 81, 82 or something like that. So it was hot. There's like no cloud cover, none of the fog that you usually associate with San Francisco. It was a hot day. Um, yeah, big shout out to the, to the beachgoers at Chrissy Field because they, they were out there just living life as if COVID doesn't exist. Um, and, and you know what? San Francisco County doing really, really well with COVID. They are in, in like the second least restrictive tier. Um, and I think they're trending towards being in the least restrictive tier at this point. Uh, so, I mean, you know, if people were still doing that, even while the numbers were going down, then I sure, I guess, you know, I guess you could be justified in some way with going out there and just living your life and not caring about social distancing. But uh, hopefully those numbers don't go back up because from what I understand, it's been pretty hot in San Francisco as of late. And, and, you know, these numbers typically show themselves after two weeks after the incubation period with COVID-19. So hopefully the numbers don't spike, but man, they didn't give a shit about social distancing or anything like that. They're out there just living life. So, I mean, respect to them, I guess, uh, if you want to look at it a certain way, but also it's kind of scary seeing that many people out there just like not really caring. Um, the people on Chrissy field though. So Chrissy field, is just this vast, uh, just think of like a giant lawn basically with yeah. like some grills put on it. Um, the people who were, you know, grilling people who were out on the lawn, like, you know, doing things with their family. I mean, we saw like an entire like birthday party basically set up as we were driving uh, towards Golden Gate Bridge through Chrissy Field. Um, they were being really good about social distancing. They really, really were. Uh, and then in different parts uh, of Chrissy Field as well, like everybody seemed to be really respecting each other's space, which is, which is good, which is, which is good to see. So the people who weren't at the beach who were at Chrissy Field, uh, good on you. Big shout out to you for 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 keeping for keeping socially distant and 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 having masks on too a lot of people out there still wearing masks even though it's outside so good for them um but let's get to fort point uh for those of you who don't know there is a fort right underneath the golden gate bridge uh on the san francisco side not the uh not the marin side it's called fort point it's been there since forever i think even before the bridge it was it was there yeah. like in like the i think it was like the it was either the late 1800s or the early 1900s um i believe the golden gate bridge was built in 1937 or 1938 or something like that so obviously significantly older than the golden gate bridge itself every time i go there though every time i explore that area right next to fort point it's never open and during covid19 you would think that that place isn't open. Wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, Fort Point, for the first time ever, uh, that, you know, for, for me, when I visited that area, was open. And I think for you too, right? Like, it's never open ever since, like, ever since you've lived in the city and every time, every time you've gone down there and, like, visited that area, it's never been open, right? Nah. It, yeah, no. Yeah, so it actually was this time. And we pulled, like, okay, so we parked our car a little bit further away and then we walked over, uh, which was fine. We had to walk off that meal. We both agreed, look, we need to walk off this meal. We just ate yeah. a ton of calories. We don't feel good. It's probably best if we just if we just keep walking and 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 just kind of get our legs underneath us so that we can keep on exploring the city later. Um, we walk up. Fort Point is open. Uh, the, I guess you could say, park ranger who was – who was stationed out front was just like, Hey guys, go ahead and go on in. Uh, it was free to go in and tour the place. And they had it set up to where, uh, you could only go one direction, which is obviously very smart, uh, with Corona. And he was just like, yeah, so just, you're going to start going to your left and you're just going to make a, make a giant circular trip up to, through the top 
of the fort and then you're going to come back down. And it was just like, it was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's always, I, I, I can't say I'm a history buff, but I do like history. And a lot of those stations, placards and stuff like that were set up around the fort where you could learn information mm-hmm. about it. And um, I mean, the, by far the best part about that fort was obviously the top of the fort. We got some pretty sick shots up there. Um, right, right, right next to the, right next to the Golden Gate Bridge um, with it in the background. Um, I would say the worst part about that fort though, was the poorly engineered stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> structural engineering has come such a long way, uh, that thankfully that like we have better structured stairs now, but man, like, I don't, I don't know how the soldiers or whatever were able to get up and down those stairs so quickly back in the day. Like it's, it's a few people had to have gotten like, at least like some severe concussions going up and down those stairs because they were so poorly built, very narrow. And, and as they wind up uh, like a stairwell, they just like, it seems like the steps get smaller. <laughs> it was just kind of a poorly engineered thing uh, at Fort Point. But uh, dude, amazing view, amazing view of the bridge, amazing view of the city in the background. Mm-hmm. You can see Alcatraz too, out in the distance. Yep. Um, yeah, great fort. Uh, 10 out of 10 fort. I'm not quite sure how it fared back in the 1900s when there was like war going on and whatnot, but uh but uh, very interesting spot to put it and, and just like beautiful views of the city. What were your thoughts on Fort Point? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I will say uh, that's probably the second fort I've ever been to. Uh, first fort being Sutter Fort here in Sacramento, California. Hell yeah. Um, Big but, shout out uh, to that colonizer, John Sutter. Yep. Yep. Where, where I went panning for gold. Damn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Fort Point was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the stairs, If for those of you um, who are on the shorter side, you might have to, you know, exert a little more energy getting up the stairs because they are yeah. a little steep. Yeah, it took, me, um, it took me a lot. I basically had to, like, pull myself up off, you know, up to every next step because I'm a manlet. <laughs> it, uh, dude, the steps were, like, two feet high each. It's, like, for, yeah. no, for no reason. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, if, it was cool. It's just uh, – I, I remember you, I, I was just, I was just saying, I'm like, this, this place has got to be so creepy at night. It's, it's going to be the scariest place on earth yeah. at, at night because it's no lights. It's all mm-hmm. just natural lighting through the windows, through the ceiling. Um, it, it, it just, uh, yeah, I, 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 it just, it, it would just be scary, but it'd be a great place for like hide and seek or something like that for, for those YouTubers who, who want to go viral and, 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 and get arrested and stuff like that. Um, Fort point at night, go ahead, knock yourself out. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. We we went up to the top, uh, got some pictures. Uh, some were posted on Instagram. Some were not. Yep. Some went to our group chat um, for 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 jokes. Yep. Uh, what else? We uh, yeah, we we helped we helped those two dads, you know, take pictures of, of them of them and the family. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. These two dads had like a rambunctious group of kids that they were. <laughs> that were with them and they needed help taking a picture. So I was just like, you know what, man, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help these guys. Yeah. It, it, it felt pretty good. It felt good too. Cause it was like right under the bridge. So there was a lot of shade yeah. and that breeze was coming in at the same time. So oh, it just felt yeah. really nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was a good, good time there. We were there for like what, about maybe an hour. Yeah. About an hour. I remember I put like an hour and a half into the parking meter and we, and we got back to the parking meter, uh, basically just right on time. So we spent a good hour there. Uh, and yeah. spent like a good 15, 20 minutes walking back and forth. Um, yeah, dude, the, and the, and the breeze was critical on a mm-hmm. day like that day because it was hot. Like it was a hot day in San Francisco. Like it, it's, I've been in, I've been in San Francisco 
during the summer where the temperature will be like, you know, like 60 degrees. And, 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 and on days like that, on days like that, the, the breeze that comes in from the ocean, you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is just excessive, especially if you're from Sacramento, you're not used to that climate. Okay. Like there's no need for a breeze right now, San Francisco. Um, that particular day that we were there, I, I was, I was so thankful that we were able to get out there for at least like an hour or so because it was hot. Um, so that, that was, that, that was good. But yeah, like it, it was dude, like it, it's a historical landmark. It's one that I'd never been to. It's one that I'd already, I'd always been curious about, but it was just always closed. So it was really nice to, it was really nice to get to four point and really explore it. Um, and, and, and just see what it was about because that place is, is barely ever open. It seems like, but it makes sense why it's, you know, it was Saturday and you know, a lot of people going in and out. So pretty decent foot traffic in, in the fort too, while we were there. So a lot of people were curious about that place. And uh, yeah, it's solid, solid place, solid historical landmark. Um, the next stop was we went to the Presidio. For those of you who don't know, the Presidio is basically like, I mean, you got to have like, you got to have a net worth of at least like $5 million to live there. It seems like it is such yeah. a nice area of San Francisco. It is, it is literally like its own world. <laughs> Insane. Like every time I step in that place, I'm just like, wow. And, 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 and before, before, uh, this past week when we went, I'd only ever been there, I think twice. And one time it was for an audition, uh, where I got dropped off because, because Muni only goes as far as like that front gate of the Presidio. And so yeah. I got dropped off at the front gate of Presidio. I thought that I was in the wrong place because there's like, it looks like an actual like gate that leads into like a gating community, like a gated housing community. So I was just like, what is this? Am I in the right spot? And then I walked 15 minutes, the rest of the way, I walked 15 minutes to my, to my audition after that. It was like the nicest, like the nicest place ever is, is such an unbelievably nice place. Um, uh, and, and, and we met up with one of my good buddies, Skylar, big shout out to Skylar. Uh, mm -hmm. we met up with him in the Presidio and um try to use the restroom first that was a big priority they only had one restroom in like the entire presidio and we had to walk like 20 minutes to get there <laughs> um but 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 just walking through the place man it, it's just it, it's just mind-boggling how nice that place is we saw the yoda fountain too yeah uh, which is really cool um and and just got and just got an idea of what it would be like to just be rich for a day um what a nice area. I, I, I just, I, I can't get over how nice that place is. Um, and, and after we used the restroom, we, uh, we decided, all right, well, some Boba sounds good. <laughs> so we drove from the Presidio in my 2016 Honda CRV, which by the way, gets 27 miles per gallon in the city, 33 highway, 70.9 cubic feet of space. When you, when you fold the rear seats down, I, an absolute animal, an absolute monster. It, it was, it was so fuel efficient during the trek. Big shout out to Honda, Honda, please sponsor us. Um, we took my chugging up those hills. Yep, dude. People with ease. People tried to my father especially tried to diss my CRV and said, <laughs> "Hey, if you're ever going to San Francisco, you drive up those hills, you might be in trouble." Well, you know what, Dad? He's not going to listen to this, by the way. He doesn't listen to the podcast. But you know what, Dad? <laughs> I got up those hills with the CRV like nothing, like nothing. So we checked up the hills. Uh, we went to Boba Guys. Uh, a place that depending on who you talk to is either good or average. But um, at first I was thinking, you know, it's going to be pretty average because the only topping they had was boba. Um, turns out their strawberry, what was it? Their strawberry fresca. I yeah. think it was, it was, dude, so refreshing, especially. Yeah, it was, it was great. Even, even with just basic boba. So good. Yeah. Um, uh, our good friend Skyler got the uh, strawberry matcha. Uh, 
it looked so good as well. I almost, I almost wish I could have gotten that instead, but I already have strawberry matcha a lot. So I should, I, I needed to tone down the sugar a little bit. So I went with the fresca. It was still good. Um, and Boba guys is another place that I had had in a while. I, I'm not even quite sure if I got it the last time we linked up in February. So it, it had been a little while since I'd had Boba guys. That was nice. Um, and then after that, we decided, Hey, let's go to twin peaks. And you'll probably explain this better than I can, but there was a certain part of <laughs> that place that was closed off. Correct. So we couldn't drive up directly to twin peaks. We had to walk up. It's typically you can drive up to the observation deck, right? Is, is, is that what you said? Yeah. So we, 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 where we parked was a little further down the way. Um, we parked in front of like a couple of houses uh, and we had to walk up a little couple stairs, set of stairs mm-hmm. um, to get up to, to the main, you know, two peaks for, for people to go look at it for the view and stuff like that. Um, but usually we wouldn't have to park down below like that mm-hmm. um, where the main like viewing spot is for where everyone goes, where they just get to see the whole city and stuff like that, where market, everything downtown, all the way mm-hmm. to like where the Richmond and everything like that. Um, yeah, you, you're, you're able to, so, so the side we were on, that's like kind of like toward the backside. So, so where we're facing is toward the front over by the city. There's a little drive up the hill going from that way. And you can drive along that little path that we walked on. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of parking spots all along the, the, the observation area. Um, so obviously that was closed. I think that they were just probably just, you know, they didn't want a bunch of like people up there as much as, yeah. you know, whatever. But I, obviously everyone else still had their mask and stuff on and all that walking up. Um, but yeah, we, we, we just killed some time there. Just looking at the view. Yep. Uh, it felt great up there too. Cause you know, the altitude Dude. and the, yeah. the, the, the wind and stuff was the way yeah, the wind was hitting. Yeah. It was whipping up. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we did that chilled up there for a little bit. Um, yeah, just took in, took in the views and the city just got to see South SF, Daly city, the beach, the ocean, downtown, mm. you know, over by Fals- the bridge, all Fals- that. Folsom lakes, all Folsom lake too. Yeah. 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 I saw, I saw the American river. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw the, uh, I saw the Adalbertos that we, uh, that we always rave about. You can see it from that view too. Uh, yeah. I yeah, saw William dude. B pond. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh yeah. Love William B pond. Yeah. I saw it too. It was over to the, like, there's a picture that I posted of you and Skylar. Uh, like it's probably the, the dopest picture I've ever taken. Just you guys looking out <laughs> to the view of the city. Uh, and yeah, you can yeah. definitely, you can definitely see William B pond, um, <laughs> over to the right hand side. Uh, <laughs> It's yeah. I'd never been up there, so I'd never been up to Twin Peaks. Uh, you've told me before that at night it's like majestic because you yeah. can see the lights, the lights in the city, are, are you know they 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 turn on and it just it looks amazing. I wish we could have seen that. We went there around dusk, so the lights weren't quite on yet. But uh, but yeah, it makes sense that they wouldn't have that entrance open simply because then everybody's just going to park next to each other on the observation deck and there'd be no social distancing whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> so that's smart. Um, they do make you work for it and. I, I'll say this, you know, a couple episodes ago, we had our good, our good friend, our Canadian expert slash analyst, Matthew Cross on big shout out to Matt. But uh, we were talking about how, like, generally speaking, our entire group chat full of buddies is in like better shape now than ever, because we've all gotten Apple watches and we've just been holding each other accountable for working out. Um, If I had not been responsible for my health (laughs) and if I had not been on it more with, you know, exercising and just, you know, like basically if I, if I was a couch potato, Oh dude, I would have died walking up that, that, uh, uh up to that view at yeah. Twin Peaks because the first, the first set of stairs, the first set of steps that you walk up, not so bad. It's the second one. It's a little bit steeper. 
And, and even then when I got up there, like, you know, my heart rate was up and I was, and I was, and I was, I was breathing a little hard, but it really wasn't that bad. Uh, if we had visited there first, I'm pretty sure it would have been much easier, but we have been doing a lot of walking before that. So I was Mm -hmm. a little tired still though. It's just like, man, I, I was so thankful for the fact that, that I had been on top of it with my exercising, because if I wasn't, I likely would have I likely would have collapsed, and I, and I would like to know how an ambulance would be able to get up there if somebody did collapsed up on that view. Like that'd be very very tough. Um, so thank goodness for that, and shout out to all the guys holding me accountable for my fitness. Um, yeah, amazing view though. Twin Peaks, uh, great view. Never been there, like I said, uh, up until that point that we went, and it was it was it was basically everything that I could have expected out of it. I think the only way it could have been better uh, was if it was nighttime, and so we'd be able to see the views of the lights and everything like that. But um, but yeah, man, that great, great place to check out. I, 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 I would urge anybody who has the time or anybody who's going to San Francisco to check Twin Peaks out because the views are incredible. Um, and big shout out to those people on Instagram who, uh, so I posted a picture of Twin Peaks and I said that it was Sacramento. Uh, <laughs> once again, continuing the theme of just doing fake locations. And many people messaged me and asked, wait, where's this in Sac? How, how? how come I've never been there? And I, and I had to tell them I'm joking in San Francisco. I'm just messing around. One of my buddies who actually lives in San Francisco, uh, he messaged me and he goes, bro, where's this? And I was just like, Oh dude, this is twin peaks, man. And, 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 he's, and again, he lives in the city. So he was just like, dude, he replies and he goes, dude, I was tripping for a second. You can't mess with me like that when I'm high. I'm like, dude, I didn't know you were high. <laughs> So maybe just don't watch my stories until you come down from your high. But he was just like, hey, man, it's all good. That was pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, big shout out to him uh, if he listens to this podcast. I don't know if he does. But that, that, was, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, Twin Peaks, great spot. Highly recommend it. You should go. After that, Zach, we stopped by and uh, visited one of your good friends. Why don't, why don't you talk about that? Uh, yeah, so Saturday, October 17th, was uh, one of my good friends. Shout out. Her name is Brianna. Um, she just turned 20. Um, she looks like she's 12, but, uh, yeah, she's probably not gonna listen to this either. Um, I don't think any of my friends really listen to it other than maybe, I don't know. Shout out Ben. Ben, I know you're listening to this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we stopped by, um, said happy birthday to her. Um, she was outside of Arguello market because she was told that there was decorations going up for Halloween in her apartment with her friends. Um, and, 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 and then they got the, 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 the green light to go back. And, you know, she was like, yeah, you want to come just, you know, just see the apartment. I was like, sure. Cause I haven't seen it. So we went over there and we walked in and uh, her roommate surprised her with, you know, just a bunch of decorations for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we were just, we were just in there chilling. Um, got to see the apartment around. Um, it was, it was, it was obviously what a San Francisco apartment would, would feel like just super cramped yeah. with just a bunch of people in a small confined space. Mm-hmm. Um, rooms are right next to each other. There's really no privacy whatsoever. Um, but that's just the, just, just the, just the, the glory and, 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 and beauty of living in, in, in apartment style home in, in San Francisco. Um, so yeah, we got, we got to hang out there a little bit. Um, there were some other people that, you know, to be honest, I had no idea who they were, mm-hmm. but apparently they're her friends too. I only knew about two of her, two, two of them. It was Brianna and her, and her roommate. Um, 
yeah, it was cool. It, it was it was it was good seeing her. I hadn't seen her since you know we left uh, for spring break, mm-hmm. and and so she's probably one of my only other friends that I've seen from campus um, in person that uh, you know I haven't seen since we had to go back for uh, remote learning. So yeah, shout out to Brianna. Um, happy belated, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, and then you also uh, you also saw your homie riding by on like a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My uh, one of my other buddies, Dom, was just you know on his longboard just going to uh, work out. I think probably he was probably just gonna go do something at the at, at Golden Gate Park or something like that because it's not too far down the street. Mm. Um, and so I just I was just like, oh shoot, he was just going by, and he was like, yo, is that? And I was just like, hey, I didn't I didn't expect to see him. Um, and, and I was just like I was just like yeah, saying what's up. Um. He's 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 a good friend of mine. He he went to Jesuit. Um, he if if you guys do not know, uh, twenty twenty seventeen, we had a Jesuit versus Rio, at Jesuit. Um, it was it was maybe you know third quarter. Uh, score was around I think fifty six to fifty fifty eight something like that. Um, coming out of a timeout, we we Jesuit inbounding the ball, on uh. Uh, and, and and so it was it was kind of like a it was like it was a play to, to get Dom driving to the bucket and it was it, we kicked him in the corner pump fake drove past the defender and he dunks it and it was probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen uh at a sports event ever and uh we love to you know come back and say a little a little piece from a YouTube video of the game because the commentating was just so amazing <laughs> and um sometimes whenever we just see Dom uh we're just like you know, the, the, the commentators just go ball out to Dom wall and he drives in and, Oh, that's a dunk. <laughs> like, like it's not the most obvious thing ever, uh, like obvious thing ever. And so we're just like, yeah, Dom, that's a dunk, Dom. And so, uh, yeah, it was good seeing him, uh, you know, and, 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 and yeah, that was kind of just, uh, our last little, little bit of time there in the city before we, uh, before we left. So. Yeah, real quick on the Dom thing. I was actually at that game. Uh, I was scouting. I was scouting. I was scouting our heated rivals at the time. Uh, you know, I was coaching. I was coaching at my old high school. Uh, the team that Jesuit was playing, big rival of ours, and uh, I actually had my head down writing notes like a freaking nerd instead of watching the game. And I missed that dunk. But uh, yeah, pretty cool moment seeing your whole student section just go crazy. Um, yeah, uh, big shout out to Bree though for welcoming us into her uh, welcoming us welcoming us into her home for for a little bit. That was really nice. I got to use the bathroom. Uh, great bathroom, ten out of ten bathroom, really clean. Uh, good on you for keeping that bathroom clean, Bree and friends. Uh, I did get a little freaked out though when I walked in because one of her friends was just like, "Hey, I think I have HIV." <laughs> um, yeah, she just and she was just convincing herself that she did. Yeah, she was like one hundred percent talking herself into 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 the fact that she probably had HIV. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be here any longer than I have to be at this point. She keeps on saying that she has HIV. She might actually have it. Um, but yeah, like Hopefully you Hopefully that's not the case, first of yeah, all. Yeah, let, let, seriously, like, fingers crossed that's <laughs> not the case. Um, but yeah, uh, typical San Francisco apartment, definitely a little a little tight as far as the space goes. But uh, but hey, they seem to like it. It's really close to campus, ideal location. It's a, it's, it's a great neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine a lot of students live there. It, it, was, it, was, it was really, really nice. Uh, Thanks for the hospitality as well to Bree and her friends offering us food. Uh, my friend Skyler took advantage of that. He, <laughs> I, he, he was obsessed with the little football 
shaped cookies. cookies. And he also is obsessed with the pot stickers. Yeah. He was like, he was like, oh man, those are really good. And and I was and, and he kept on going back and grabbing more. And I was just like, Skylar, at this point, you might as well just pull out the bottom of your shirt and just rake those things into your shirt and let's get out of here because you can't stop eating them. He's just like, Yeah, we should probably go before I uh before I before I eat more. And the other funny thing that happened was was we mentioned that we went to Boba Guys. Oh yeah. And and, and it was so funny because one of Bree's friends and, and this is you didn't know this, right? Like you didn't know that they were friends. But yeah, I, I, I had no idea. The girl who rung us up at Boba Guys. <laughs> Knocks on the door to Bree's apartment, and door door open. She walks in and she sees. She walks in with like some some stuff. I can't say exactly what, but she walks in with uh, she walks in with party items, right for 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 the party. Um, and she just looks at me and Skylar, and she goes, "Did you guys go to Boba Guys earlier?" <laughs> and we look at each other like we're like. Um, you know, Skylar and I give each other a look and we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. And she was just like, she was just like, oh, I knew it. And then, and then all of a sudden it clicked. We were just like, oh, shit, that's the girl that <laughs> up. And Skylar, uh, I, I don't mean to bust him out or anything like that, but it's just, it, makes, it makes the story funnier if, yeah. if I say this. Yeah. Skylar didn't tip <laughs> at Boba Guys. <laughs> and she was the one who rung him up. And so he was just like, after we, after we walked out, he was just like, oh man, she's probably, she's probably remembers me. And she was just like, man, that's the guy that didn't tip. That's why she remembered us. Um, yeah, it was, it was just so like, what are the chances? It's a smaller city than you think. Uh, yeah, it really is. Small by square mileage. We know that it's like, it's such a compact city, but like there's tons of people living in it. Yeah. There's so many more people living there than there are in Sacramento County. And yet it's like, I run into people from all walks of life, like all the time walking through San Francisco. And it's, like freaking it happened twice to us that same day. You know, like it's like you ran into like Dom just happened to be riding by and then, yep. and then like we see the girl who brought us up at Boba guys. Um, but yeah, uh, once again, big shout out to Bree and her friends for welcoming us. And even though it was only for like 15, 20 minutes, uh, I'm sure it was nice for, for you to catch up with, with, with her because you hadn't seen her in a long time. Um, and, and yeah, just happy birthday. Happy birthday once again. <laughs> like we told you that day, but you know, Bree, happy birthday. And uh, hopefully it was an enjoyable one. And hopefully uh, you kept socially distant and kept the masks on in between sips of whatever it was that you're drinking and in between bites of your food, like the governor wants you to. Yep. Um, and hopefully you had a great time that night. Our last stop was, uh, was in Berkeley. We visited a place called, uh, it's called Abe's now. To me, it's not Abe's. I've been going there. I've been going there for probably six, seven years. Uh, Skyler lives right down the street from the campus of UC Berkeley. They've got plenty of great food places around there. Um, and, and when I was going there frequently earlier this past decade, it was named Blondie's. So to me, it'll always be Blondie's. Hadn't had it in a very, very long time. Uh, I don't think I had it since I think the end of 2019, I went to a Cal Bowl game and on the way back, me and a few friends stopped by, we got some, we got some, we got some Blondie's. So it'd been, it'd been a long time. Um, glad that, glad that I got some Blondie's, glad that you got to try it. You had the, uh, the barbecue chicken personal, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, I went with their signature, which is their hyphy. Uh, you got to try a slice of it. What were your thoughts on the hyphy pizza? Uh, it was pretty good. It had like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty picky with pizza, to be honest. I'm not one yep. to just always, you know, eat pizza like that. So uh, that that piece of pizza was just like, it was pretty good. I, I, I couldn't complain with what I got. Um, and that's also kind of why I got barbecue chicken, because I, I think I like barbecue chicken mm-hmm. as pizza the most. And it had like bell peppers and stuff, which I never had, which was really good. Yeah. Um, and uh they did it they their pizzas were pretty good yeah um 
I don't like the like the the crust to be super like hard and crispy, and they mm-hmm. there's had like a little little airiness and like doughy. Yeah, stuff, yeah, which, is, which I like yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, I, I I devoured mine in in <laughs> in in. in with, yeah. with the quickness and yeah. i didn't even think i was that hungry but i was just i was just sitting there and i was just i was just i was just scarfing it down no homo um <laughs> and so with my with my green tea arizona um as my as my side beverage mm-hmm. so but yeah it was yeah. pretty good yeah I, I i always get uh a personal a personal sized hyphy pizza and a slice of pepperoni which is what i did uh skyler got a slice of pepperoni because he didn't want to wait for a personal pizza to be made <laughs> I gave him a slice of my hyphy pizza. The look on his face when I gave him the slice was like insane. Cause like he, he really, really wanted a piece and he was just like, Oh man, I need, I need to get this. I need to get this tomorrow. Cause that was so good. Um, yeah. The hyphy pizza for those of you who haven't been there, I imagine many of you have it. Uh, it's got, uh, it's got jalapenos, pineapples, uh, pepperoni, I believe sausage. Uh, it's, and then, and then I think they use a different type of sauce underneath underneath the cheese layer maybe first. some onion or something too yeah i think some onions are on there as well but uh same signature like kind of airy cushy dough that they have so it's not super it's not super hard it's not solid um and i remember i think in skylar's apartment i finished i think half of it saved the rest of it for the next day and so the next day so i mean the next day was sunday i just spent all day watching football and i didn't want to leave the house to get anything i was like oh yeah i have leftover blondies that i'm gonna eat Heated that up. It was so good. It's it was still so good, even even microwave the next day. So, yeah. big shout out to Blondies slash Abe's. I guess I only call it. I I cringe saying Abe's, but shout out shout out big shout out to Blondies. Uh, never another place that just never fails. And that officially completed the list of things that I wanted to do that day. Like I I needed to. I was like on the way back, if we could stop by Berkeley and get some Blondies, that'd be awesome. And and we did that, which was which was great. Um, you also got a, a hot dog too, didn't you? Oh, that's right. I went to Top Dog. Big shout out Top Dog uh, for Berkeley students and people who who who've gone to or who who just are in Berkeley. They know about Top Dog. Open late, quick, cheap, you you, you high quality. You know you, you know what you're getting out of Top Dog. I got the um, I got the um, God, what's it called? It was like the uh, the oh the uh, the the chicken apple, the chicken apple. It was so good. I my my favorite my favorite. Uh, my favorite dog from top dog. So big shout out to top dog as well. So yeah. Yeah. So officially every, every place that we wanted to eat at, um, we got to go to, which was pretty cool. The last thing that we tried to do was link up with our good friend, Amir, <laughs> AKA Amir, the Rudy gay fan mm-hmm. that ended up not working out because he's a simp. Uh, Zach, what was he doing? What was he doing that day? Why don't you, why don't you let the listeners know what he, what he was up to that day to where he couldn't hang out with us? Um, yeah. Good buddy, Amir, shout out to Amir. Um, he, so, so he knew we we're coming to the city. And we're talking about linking up and uh, we were, you know, throughout the day, just putting like, we, we had a group chat with him. We're just like, Hey, Amir, what's mm-hmm. up? What you doing? And then he was like, yeah, I'm out right now. And he was like, it's, it's, it's pretty hot out here in Castro Valley. And he was like, yeah, I'm at a pumpkin patch. And I was like, oh, okay, Amir. And then and I was just like, you simp. And then he goes, yeah, Zach, I'm with my, my two-year-old niece <laughs> and nephew. <laughs> and then I was just like, Hey, it doesn't, doesn't matter. And then he was just like, yeah, we can try to link up later if you want. Uh, he was just like saying how he was like, uh, He's just gonna get some food and and, and you yeah. know just like head home and something. Like that. And we're trying to just you know, have him just come through the city because it, it wasn't too far. It was maybe like what an hour away for him to to come. Um, and so we were like, all right. And then we we're just uh, we we're we we're going we're we're leaving Twin Peaks, I believe. Um, and we're we hit him up again, and then he was just like, uh, 
Where was he? He was in. Uh, he was in Concord, which is which is yeah. back the way we came, basically. Like yeah, like we were just like like he told us that he was in Concord having dinner as we were walking down from Twin Peaks, and we were just like, all right, don't move, stay right there, like don't <laughs> yeah. don't leave Concord because we'll just come right back and then we'll just meet you in Concord. And he was just like, and he just didn't respond for a while. And then all of a sudden we're like in Berkeley. And then he tells us, oh yeah, I'm heading back from Concord right now. We're like, God. Yeah, Amir. We, he, yeah, he just goes, he was just like, all right, I'm about to eat at some restaurant in Concord. What about you guys? And he was just like asking about how our day trip was going. And then I remember you told me to tell him. And I was like, dude, you want to meet at Waterworld, dude? <laughs> and then. <laughs> Hell yeah, and then, dude, uh, Waterworld and Concord, dude. Totally safe space to meet. <laughs> And then uh, he said um, he 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 sent a message. I'm not I'm not gonna say uh, what he said, but <laughs> um, it had to do with something at Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. But uh, he ended up uh, his phone actually died um, conveniently after we left San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Amir, you you seem you seem like you knew what you're doing with letting your battery go at at, at an opportune time to meet up with me and Drew. Um, but uh, yeah, we we unfortunately weren't able to meet up with our good boy, uh, good friend Amir, mm-hmm. our, our boy. Shout out to Amir. Um, we just wanted we just wanted to pick, you know, just to send to the group chat to flex on them, just to show yeah. that you know we met up with him. Right. Because um, the only person that's you know other than so, so our good friend Chase is friends with Amir. They've gone to like you know Kings games together and things like that. Uh, and then outside of Chase, I, I think the only other person that Amir has met is was our good friend Abaduba. Mm-hmm. And that was when he went out to New York. So we made it, we made it easy on, we made it easy on Amir. We were like, no, we're going to come to your area. And he still wouldn't meet up with us. So he hates us, but that's cool. Um, yeah. He tried to, he tried to get us to go over to his house and that's kind of weird. If you think Yeah. That. And that's just weird. I was like, look, yeah. man, as much as I'd like to blow up your bathroom and like leave a 20, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to big juice, uh, blow up your bathroom, leave a 20 on the counter because I feel bad <laughs> as much as I want to do that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. You inviting us over to your house. It's just kind of odd. Like, you know, like we, we don't know, like maybe there's an ulterior motive there. We can't, we can't be too sure. So yeah. it was just too sketchy. I was just like, well, dude, how about this? I actually proposed to him to meet up with us at the target in Walnut Creek in the parking lot. And he, yep. and he asked us if we were going to kill him there. It's like, no, dude, come on. It's the target in Walnut Creek. Walnut Creek yeah. is like the nicest place ever. It's like, there's nothing crazy that could happen in, in the parking lot of a target, especially in Walnut Creek. So exactly. he decided to pass. I, I tried one last time to get him to, to get him to meet up with us. I sent him a boba place that was like, um, I think it was, uh, it was either in Walnut Creek or it was in San Ramon, but it was like 20 minutes or so away from where he was and roughly about 25 or so minutes away from where we were. So we're like, Hey, let's meet in the middle. And he was just like, sorry guys, I've had a long day and that's like 20 <laughs> minutes away. So I don't think I'm like, Oh God, this guy. I don't Trump. know. I don't, yeah, absolute chump. I, I I don't know how to feel about him anymore. He obviously avoids us and 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 is very clearly racist against Asians. So yeah, he yeah. So you know, whatever what, man, whatever. Yeah, whatever, dude. I, it just sucks when like you know, friendship is just a one way street. It seems like you know, like you're putting in all the effort and they're and they're not exactly. So it's it's a little disappointing, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, hey, I guess still shout out to Amir. Uh, still doing his thing out there in the Bay area, waking up every day, uh, hitting the stock market, doing Wolf of wall street stuff. Yep. So big shouts to him. And, uh, yeah, that was, so that was basically our, our, our trip to the Bay area, dude, much needed one. It's funny how typically when we make a trip out there, we're like, Oh yeah, this would be good. We'll get away from the heat. And we couldn't get away from the heat. But aside from that, everything else was great. 
Uh, yeah. It was a great day. It was a wonderful day. Couldn't complain. And yeah. So big shout out to the Bay Area. Big shout out to San Francisco, Berkeley. Uh, shout to, out to the Tenderloin. Yeah. Big shout out to the Loin. Didn't get a chance to visit it this time, <laughs> which I was really disappointed about. <laughs> but maybe next time, maybe next time I'll just walk through it to get to the, uh, to get to the uh, PAL or no, to get to the Civic Center uh, BART station because I've done maybe, that before. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll walk through it to get to, to Union Square to take a dump in the Macy's. Yeah. 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 I mean, I might just walk through there next time I go there just to feel something. Period. Yeah, just dap up the homies. Yeah, just to dap up the homies, just kicking it out on the street, man. They're, they're good folks. Um, don't know their names. Never <laughs> got them, but uh, good people. Um, all right, we'll, we'll wrap this up with some shout-outs. Who do you, who do you want to give a shout-out to this week, Zach? Uh, shout-out to Jets again, who uh, plugged you on Instagram because yep. you went the other night. Yep. Um, shout-out to my cousin Nick, a.k.a. the IT guy who bought me or you know built me my computer. It's his birthday today. It's 22nd. Mm-hmm. He hit his Rudy Gay year, um, yep. his uh, his Isaiah Thomas year as well. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going out to to eat with them in a little bit here with uh, our group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? Uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to Skyler because I met him for the first time. Yep. great guy. Yep, Skyler, very, very nice guy. So what, yeah. one one of one of my one of my very very good friends. We go all the way back to high school. I actually met him before he transferred over to my high school. But uh, before he transferred to my high school, he went to your high school. He was yep. a former uh, Jesuit marauder. So, uh, yeah, man, big, big shouts to sky dog. I know, I know he tunes in every now and then. Uh, that's my guy. We go way back and it was, it's, it's always great meeting up with him. And he'd been, he'd been, he'd been wanting to hang out in the, in the city with, with me for a good while. And so we finally made that happen, which was uh, super convenient that he was also in the city already as well, even though he lives in Berkeley. So yeah, big shouts to sky dog. Um, yeah, big shout out to Nick who will be in a couple of days here building me my PC uh happy birthday to you uh by the time this episode airs obviously like it will have been a day so, yeah. so i guess happy belated birthday technically because by mm-hmm. the time this airs it'll be it'll be a day after but uh yeah big shouts to nick on the uh on the on, on the rudy gay slash isaiah thomas year um man who do, who else do i want to give a shout out to this week man um huh Big shout out to Monty McNair. How about that? Monty McNair, uh, new general manager of the Sacramento Kings, hired an actual real front office. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this. We'll talk about. We'll, we'll probably talk about this more. Uh, hopefully, on our next episode. Uh, I think. I think we're going to try to get a couple of buddies in there to promote their podcast, and then it's a, a basketball podcast. So, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about that a little bit more. But uh, big, big shout out to Monty McNair hiring Wes Wilcox, who was also in the running for the same job that he got. He'll not be working under him. Wes Wilcox, another former general manager, a guy with a ton of experience. Um, and uh, I'm forgetting the other two guys' names right now. I'm blanking on them, but he hired a guy from the uh, from the Thunder organization, and um, and and somebody else from the Sixers organization to come run the the G League team in Stockton uh, for the first time, maybe ever, Zach. Because I'm not quite when Jeff Petrie built those great Kings teams in the late '90s and early 2000s. I'm not so sure he was the only guy that was doing all the work and doing all the heavy lifting because you know even back then it wasn't like the Blues were you know billionaires. They were rich but they weren't quite billionaires so they couldn't afford whoever they wanted to jeff Petrie did a really good job with probably limited resources during his time as sacramento kings gm slash president of basketball operations i think for the first time since probably around that era we have a very very filled out front office guys with tons of experience um again if you're a kings fan be cautiously optimistic but it's it's great to see a guy come in that knows what he wants and is hiring the right guys in order to get to the vision that he sees for this team in the future. 
and and I and, and and if you're a Kings fan, I think this is the time to yeah you, you should be excited. We have a real front office for the first time in, in you know maybe ever. Like I said, so big shouts out to Monty, Monty McNair for hiring those guys and, and and getting and getting the right people in in order to help make his job easier and to help make the team better. And um, uh, big shout out to. Uh, uh, I'll shout out a couple people here who have, uh, who have injury histories and obviously they're never, they're never going to hear this, but, uh, for my San Francisco, our, our San Francisco 49ers, Jason Verrett, he was an all pro pro bowler back in like 2015, around the time when he was first drafted, first came into the league in the NFL. Uh, and then he's just dealt with a ton of injuries since then. The Niners have kept him on their roster for the past two seasons. This year, he's finally healthy and back playing again. And he was fantastic against the Rams last Sunday. Um, Picked off Jared Goff in the end zone. Uh, I think he's only allowing like a 14 passer rating right now, which is like tops in the league, I believe, uh, in the games that he's played. Uh, so big shout out to him because he's overcome a lot to get back to this point. And we failed to mention this last week, but I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a belated shout out to Alex Smith. For those of you who don't know, Alex Smith, former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's now in Washington playing for the Washington football team. But a couple years ago nearly died because his mm-hmm. leg snapped in half uh, when he got sacked in a game um, and got in some game action two weekends ago because their starting quarterback got hurt uh, and their original starting quarterback at the beginning of the season uh, wasn't at the game because he was sick. So Alex Smith had to come in and play. And I felt awful for the guy because he had to play the Rams and the Rams have the league's best pass rush. And the guy got sacked like six times the first time that he got sacked, I got so nervous. And it was just nervous watching the guy because I was watching yeah. this live. It was just so nervous watching the guy because you didn't know what was going to happen and how he was going to react to getting hit. But he got hit a lot, and he kept on getting back up. He nearly lost his leg, nearly lost his life due to multiple infections due to that, due to that surgery on his messed up leg. Uh, but he's back. He's in the NFL. He's playing. Um, you know, he didn't start this past week. But just the fact that he was able to get back in the game and play one snap is incredible. If there's a comeback player of the year award in the NFL, name it after Alex Smith. He should be the first winner of it. If there isn't one, give it to him this year. The fact that he was even able to get back on a football field, period, in any capacity, is a major, major upset from his standpoint and 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 one that I'm sure we were all rooting for. So big shout out to Alex Smith coming back from just a devastating injury uh, to come back and, and play the game that he loves. And, and he's got a very, very special place in many San Franciscans' hearts if you're a Niners fan. Um, so, so shout out to Alex Smith. Glad you're back and uh, glad that you're playing in the NFL again. So yeah, uh, very, very, very emotional moment watching him walk on, watching him walk out on the field. If there were fans, he would have gotten like a 10 minute standing ovation. I guarantee you, but there are no fans in the stadium, unfortunately in Washington. Um, all right. That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully with the special episode that we've been teasing for a while now, uh, <laughs> so we don't keep on stringing you guys out, but uh, we, we, we should have that lined up and ready to go. And uh, hopefully you guys will be uh, ready to talk about, mm, I don't know, maybe some old tweets um, and maybe some NBA draft coverage as well, because that's, that's rapidly approaching. We're getting really close to the NBA draft. So uh, yeah, signing off for this week. This is Drew. And it's been Zach. Have a good one, guys. Stay safe. Be well.